Welcome to another inspirational teaching by Pastor Charles Neiman, Senior Pastor of Abundant Living Faith Center. All right, so good to have you in church tonight, and I want to say hi to all the West Side Church. So good to be with you tonight and to be sharing this incredible truth with you as it reaches into our hearts and our minds. So open up your heart. And believe that God is going to bring great things to pass in your life. I am believing that the best is yet to come in all of our lives. Amen? Amen. All right. Here we go. Uh, For some time, for some time, several months, I have been uh, really, have really become aware of three realities. Three realities. Number one, number one, that our Father wants our lives to go forward. He wants our lives to go forward. Say it with me, go forward. Amen? He wants our lives to go forward. All right? Now, what do I mean by that? To go forward. And where would I come up with that? You know, well, Matthew, the 13th chapter, verse 32, says that the kingdom of God is like a man sowing a mustard seed. And when it grows up, when it grows up, but the word grow there literally means uh, ascends from a lower level to a higher level. So I want you to imagine in your heart tonight, open your heart up. I want you to imagine in your heart tonight how the Lord is looking at you, how the Lord is looking at your life, how the Lord is focusing on you. And he has put his word into the earth. And he has put his word into the earth. And one of the things that that word is equipped and made to do is to cause our lives to ascend from a lower level to a higher level. To ascend, ascend, not descend, not go backwards, not drop down, but ascend from a lower level to a higher level. So truly, God wants your life to go forward. He wants your life to start and get to where he planned for it to be. To move from where you are to where he has purpose for your life to be for you to hit all of the marks in your race, for you to be in the right places at the right times, to move you from where you are on the scale. I don't know if you're at A, B, D, L, M, W. Don't know. But he wants you to get to Z, Alpha and Omega. Amen? Beginning and ending. So he wants to bring that to pass in my life, your life, my family, your family, us as a church family. So he wants us to go forward. All right. So now that's some of you may be thinking, you know, Pat Charles, why, why are you so wired about that? You know, uh, everybody knows that. No, everybody doesn't know that. A lot of people think if you sat down with them and talked to them that God's will for their life is exactly the opposite of that. That God is almost anti-you. That he is angry and he is 
going to punish you and grind you and pound you. Any of you ever heard teaching along those lines, right? And, and break you and cast the rock in your path so you'll trip and fall and all of that kind of stuff that people have come up with. And it's a sad truth, all right? So before we go any further, let's establish this. God wants your life to go forward. Will you say it with me? Both campuses. God wants my life. You know, I, I, could you all hear the West Campus? I couldn't even hear them. Right? So let's start over again. You all have to do better over there. All right? So say it with me again. God wants my life. Well, you all didn't wait for me. That's, I mean, I get paid to lead you. So... Y'all kind of stole my thunder there, all right? So anyway, I'll make up for it later on, all right? So in reality, and I'll prove it to you in a moment, this is the impact of a life blessed by him, right? If you're taking notes, you might want to write that down. This is the impact. A life going forward is the impact of a life blessed by God, all right? That your life ascends, ascends, goes forward, moves up, doesn't go back, moves up. That's why I said to you tonight, the best is yet to come, right? So because God is going to help us to move forward. Reality number two, okay? I said I, I've kind of focused, I've been thinking about three realities. Number one, our Father wants our lives to go forward. Number two, I've just been watching and listening and observing and just thinking about people I know and looking at people I don't know, but I know about them maybe, or, you know, just things I've observed. I, another reality is, is that even though God wants our lives to go forward, it is sad how many lives are stagnated. They've just stopped. They're stagnated. And I don't say that critically or arrogantly or judgmentally because doing what I do, I have talked to people over time whose lives have stagnated and, and I don't think anybody chooses that. And yet, so it is. Their lives have stagnated emotionally, spiritually, mentally, Financially, socially, marriage-wise, relationship-wise, their lives have stagnated. They have just stopped. The word stagnant or stagnated means to cease to flow or run. If you're taking notes, would you write that down? To cease to flow or run. To cease to flow or run. We're going to come back to that later in our teachings later on in the month. To stop, listen to this, to stop developing, to stop developing, to stop advancing, to stop being usefully active. Let me read it again. To cease to flow or run, to stop developing, to stop advancing, to stop being usefully active. Now, I want to be 
clear tonight, and I'm not being critical when I use this statement, but I want to draw a separation. I'm not saying this is wrong or it's bad, but I want to make sure that we don't fall into that line of thinking because this is much greater than that. I'm not talking about simply having a positive mental attitude, although I believe wholeheartedly in having a positive mental attitude. Okay? But this is way more than that. This encompasses a whole other realm of believing and thinking and expectation. Are you with me so far? All right? So I'm not limiting this and I don't want you to limit what we're going to what we're introducing tonight and what we're going to develop over the rest of the month into simply a positive mental attitude thing. I'm talking about having having and living the life God desires for us to and for his glory. Having and living the life God has for us to and for his glory. That God will receive glory for it. Reality number three. Reality number one is God wants our lives to go forward. Reality number two is how many lives, even though God wants our lives to go forward, are not, in fact, are in truth stagnated. And number three, the other reality is I began to just basically kind of quiz people about what I was thinking about is how many people don't know how to go forward. They want to go forward but they don't know how to go forward. Or, write this down if you're taking notes, or once they start going forward, they don't know how to keep going forward. They end up going sideways. Ooh, did you hear that? They're still going, but they're not going forward. They've gone sideways. Hmm? They... Get off track. They're active, go back to the definition, but they're not usefully active. They're moving, but not into the life that God has for them. And so we kind of got two angles there. Are you with me so far? Right, So they don't know how to start or they want to start. I would venture to say that tonight between the two, room, two, two rooms on our house, that there are several people that if I had had the opportunity to ask you before service started and I would have said to you, hey, would you like for your life to go forward? Quite a few of you would have said, absolutely. And then if I would have said, then how come you're not? You would have said, I don't know how to get out of what I'm in. I don't know how to, or I've got an idea and I started making progress, but now I'm stopped again. Or I feel like I'm really kind of gotten off track. Does that make sense to anybody, right? I feel like I'm kind of, it's not producing, and quite honestly, Pastor, I'm really getting frustrated. 
Because I come down here and you and your kids and everybody teach me about abundant life. I'm not seeing it. I want it. I've had a little bit of it here and there. Can you help me? Oh, you've come to the right place. All right. Because you will be amazed how clear scripture is on what you can do to keep your life going forward. And we're going to explore those things and we're going to look at those things. So come back next week. Amen. Oh, just seeing if you're listening. All right. All right. So here we go. Right. Tonight, we're going to look at truth number one. I don't know how far we'll get. I'm really not going to rush through this. Is that all right with you? I'm just going to let it work and just let the Holy Spirit work and just let him soak it into you. So, you know, sometimes it does you good just to come and soak in, huh? kind of soak. Talk to me tonight, right? Kind of soak in, in God's wisdom, God's knowledge, and God's understanding, right? How many of you believe tonight God knows more than you? And how many of you are glad that he wants to share what he knows? Amen. He wants to share what he knows. Amen? You know, it's that old saying, I've said it to you many times, one of the greatest moments in my life, years ago, I just had this epiphany in my mind, this, this, this bright moment in my head, and it was, Charles, boy, you don't have to quit living. You don't have to keep living in the land of stupid, boy. You can move. When you made Jesus the Lord of your life and he brought his word into your life and brought good people to teach you what that word means and how to apply it to your life, God gave you a passport, son. You can move from the land of stupid and you can go live in the land of wise wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Amen. Wow. All right, here we go. Truth number one about going forward. This is going to sound simple, but it's not. Truth number one. How many of you want your life to go forward, right? Truth number one. You have to see your life going forward as a possibility and believe that God wants it to happen in your life, your family, your church. Let me see it to you again. You have to see going forward as a possibility, as a possibility, and believe God wants it to happen. So two parts, that it's possible and that he wants it. That you believe it's possible and he wants it. If you don't believe it's possible, it ain't never going to happen. Because ultimately in your life, it's true to you according to what you believe. So if, you, if you're not careful, hear me now, if you're not careful, all of those reasons that have stagnated your life are going to stand up and start screaming if they're not already doing it. In your mind, 
in your heart, in your emotions. Anybody know what I'm talking about, right? All of those reasons are going to stand up. Well, you did, well, this happened. Well, you did that. Well, right? All of those barking dogs are probably, possibly started barking. And if they haven't yet, they will on your way home. So you've got to be aware of that and say within yourself, wait a minute, wait a minute. Jesus said, all things are possible to him that believes. So, I believe it's God's will that my life go forward. I don't think the stagnant life is the abundant life. I don't think you do either. If Jesus came to give you a stagnant life, right, he could have stayed in heaven and just left you with that. Come on, talk to me now. He could have just left you here. You could have had that without him coming to the earth. That, that could have happened anyway. All right, so he came to give you what life and life how? More abundantly. All right, so I'm kind of staying on this for a second because it's very, it sounds simple, but you have to make that decision in your heart. A, that it's possible. It's possible. No matter where you may be right now, no matter what your state of your life is right now, no matter where you may be, no matter what, mess up you did over the holidays or last year or 10 years ago. It's possible. Just open your heart up to that. It's possible your life could go forward. Can you embrace that? Can you, can you go that far with me, right? that it's possible. I didn't even say probable. I just want to bring you to possible. It's possible. Your life, I don't care if you're 26 or 106, your life can go forward. Can go forward. You don't have to keep living in the past. You don't have to keep living in what you've been living, right? Say it with me. The best is yet to come. All right? So I want you to quit thinking that your best life is over. No, the best is yet to come. Pastor, I'm not as young as I once was. Who is? No, I want to know who in the earth is getting younger every day. No, you don't reach a thing and then the clock starts turning backwards, right? So that thing is, I'm not as young as I used to be. Well, who is? Nobody is. You're not extraordinary when you say that. That, I believe, I believe that is a lie sown into our hearts to get us to stagnate, to stop, to quit being useful to quit being active, to quit developing, quit growing, quit progressing, quit going forward. Do you believe tonight that it is possible 
for your life to go forward and you believe tonight that God wants it to happen in your life. Not the guy beside you, not the person behind you, in your life. Do you believe God wants it to happen in your life? Will you choose to believe it? I'm telling you, he wants it to happen. When God says, I will bless you, that word bless means I will cause your life to go forward. I will cause your life to go forward. So God wants it to happen. Can I get a good amen tonight? Come on, say amen to it. Say amen to it, right? God wants it to happen. Say it with me. God wants it to happen to me. He wants it to happen. My life to go forward. It's possible and he wants it to. It's possible and he wants it to. Not only my life, my family. Can your family go forward? I mean, if he can do it for you, can he do it for the in-laws and the outlaws too? I mean, can he cause your family to go forward? I believe he can. How about our church? Can he cause our church to go forward? I believe he can. I believe he can. I believe not, I believe not only that he can, I believe he wants to. I believe it's his will to do it. All right? Now, let's break this down. Have we got that? Have we got that truth centered in? Okay. Now think with me now. This may take some real self-convincing. Some real renewing of your mind. And some real, what Dr. Robert Schuler used to call, possibility thinking. Love that. Hmm? Possibility thinking. Instead of impossible, it can't be done. No one in my family, no one in El Paso, no one in the history of the world. Right? I'm too young. I'm too old. I'm too this. I'm too that. If my mother had been, a, if my aunt had been an uncle instead of an aunt, my life would have been better, you know? All of these things. So we're going to, you, you may, if you don't already have it, you may start having, come on, stay with me now. You may have to really make a decision in your life, hear me, to create in you possibility thinking. It's possible. It's possible. Possibility thinking. Not, it can't be done, it's never been done, it'll never, no, stop that. Get rid of that, right? We're talking about your life going forward. So it may take, it may take some real self-convincing. Why? Because you've been programmed with so much garbage. There's been so much negativity said to you. There's been so many things done to you, right? By parents, teachers, friends, people you work for, bigots, racists, uh, um, who else? Family, teachers, former pastors, politicians. Who else can I throw under the bus? Exes. Who said exes? Somebody said exes. Exes. 
Huh? It's a fact. How could I forget the exes? Feel sorry for George. You know, all his live in Texas, so he has to live in Tennessee now. It's a shame. Poor guy. So don't be surprised if, if in the process of your life going forward that you have some battles you have to fight mentally, that there's some changing of your thinking and there's some changing of, of your self-talk. Am I getting through to you tonight? That you need to focus and go inside, right? Now, for some of you, it's not so hard because you didn't go through what other people went through, but be sympathetic and helpful to those. Okay, but others have been through a lot, a lot of verbal abuse, emotional abuse, a lot of tragedy, a lot of things. They were raised in really difficult homes and, you know, a lot of stuff said, a lot of stuff done. If you weren't raised in those homes, boy, you should be so grateful, so thankful. Okay, so you with me so far? Now, here's another observation. I got to speed up, right? Spent way... No, no, I haven't. Okay. So that you need to see going forward as a possibility and believe God wants it to happen in your life, your family, and in our church. Stagnant living, get ready, can become habitual. It can become habitual. It can become a habit. It can become habitual. I was thinking about some people I, I've dealt with in my life that the best way to describe their lives is that their lives had stagnated. And, and as I talked to them and I remembered them and I thought about it, I wrote down these notes. You may not like it. You may not like it. And you know, one of the definitions of stagnant means wa the water that's stagnant has a stench. And so you may not like that your life is stagnant, yet you keep living in the stench of the stagnant water. And you know what's amazing? After a while, you don't even smell it anymore. You don't even smell it anymore. Now, y'all are going to think I'm weird and I don't blame you. But when I travel a lot of times, I am a super light sleeper. I mean, which is, as you can imagine, doing what I do is not a blessing. All right, sleeping in hotels, on airplanes, and places all the time. But I'm a very light sleeper. And now I know this is weird, right? I, I admit to it. But when I drive down freeways, I look at hotels on the freeways. And I, I always think, who can sleep in those? How do you sleep in that? How do you sleep in a hotel? How do you sleep in that? If I checked into that hotel, I might as well just go sleep in the, in the, in the car. Because I won't get one moment sleep. How, how do you sleep in that? Have you ever been to somebody's house that was right next to a busy road or under the, the glide path, path of an airport, Right? And you're like, how do you sleep here? And they go, what? <laughs> they didn't even notice it. Hmm? 
They don't even, they don't even notice it. And it's amazing. I, I don't think it could ever happen to me, but how you get to where you live with something so long, you don't even like it, and yet you continue to live with it because you don't even notice it anymore. Isn't that amazing? Really? I spoke at a church once many years ago. Small little church and uh, spoke for them there. and was right next to a water treatment plant. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Right? And I mean, every night I would go there and I would speak and I was just like trying to keep it down while I was talking. And I, and I finally, one night I said to the pastor, I said, man, how do you put up with this smell? What did he say? What smell? <laughs> that smell. I stayed at a guy's house one time in Iowa, a mobile home. There was no hotels. The little town was preaching. He had a mobile home, so I stayed there with him, right? And he was a pig farmer. I'm sure somewhere in the earth there are things that smell worse than pigs. I don't want to smell it because that was the all-time 10 in my life, Right? And one night we were walking out to go preach to the church and we came out of the thing and it was like, oh my gosh, I thought I was going to puke. And he stood on the sidewalk and went. Smells like money. That's exactly what he said. I said, no, it don't. It smells like. So how many of you know what I'm talking about, right? Now, we laugh at stuff like that, but it's not funny when we're talking about our lives and we're talking about that we have become stagnated and our lives actually stink. We hate them. We don't like them. We don't like the way we are. We don't like the way we are. We don't like our, the way our family is, and yet we just continue to live in it. Why? Because we don't think it can change. We don't think it can get better. We don't think it can go forward, and yet it can and yet it can, and yet you can see it change. Amen? I said amen. amen. You know what happens to you when you become stagnated? You release your hope. You let go of it. Hope is a positive expectation for the future. You let it go. You let go of the rope, and you just sink into the stinking water. Wow. Listen to me. You got to be aware. Please hear my heart when I tell you this. Am I helping anybody tonight? Are you still happy with me, right? Now hear me when I say this, okay? Because I, when I say things similar to this, some people like, like they think I'm, I'm, I'm talking about somebody you know. Odds are I don't know who you know. You know who you know. All right? But I will tell you this, right? Please hear me. You can become surrounded with people believing and ideas that accept stagnation. You can become surrounded with it. And everyone in your world 
accepts it. They embrace it. They accept it. And you may have been one of them. And here you are tonight. And God has pierced your stagnant swamp with the light and saying, hey, let's leave here. Let's go live over here. And let's not only start, let's get there. Let's get on the path and get there. Hmm? So, do you want to live a going forward life? Now, write this down. We're almost through. It's been a good night, huh? West side, you still happy? Good. Thank you. Now, so I asked you a question. Do you want to live a going forward life? Yes, yes you do. All right. Now, I'm, it's going to sound like I'm about to punch you in the stomach, but I'm not. But you need to be aware of this. Any of the military people in this room will tell you right now. Any one of them will tell you. They've all learned it in military, particularly those in artillery and, and infantry. They'll all tell you this, right? We've got West Point graduates and we've got all kinds of people. They will all tell you what I'm about to tell you is a fact. They all learn it. It takes six times the firepower to advance a position than to hold a position. Six times the firepower to advance a position than to hold a position. Pastor, who told you that? One of the former generals from Fort Bliss. Six times the firepower. So, I want to live a going forward life. If I am currently in a stagnant place, it's going to take some effort to get moving. All right? Did you hear that? It's going to take some effort, and it may take more effort than you think you got, but you got it. You got it, because you're not doing it by yourself. You have a helper, and his name is H. Spirit, right? And he wants to help you to go forward. Jesus said, when you receive the Holy Spirit, you receive power, right? So he wants to help you to go forward. He wants to help you. Okay. So don't be overwhelmed by the fact that you're going to have to make an effort. You're going to have to energize. You're going to have to get up. You're going to have to change some things. You're going to have to make an effort to move yourself out of that stagnant swamp and get back on the road to the blessed going forward life that God has for you. Amen. So don't be, don't be overwhelmed by it. Yes. Six times the firepower. No big deal. It's worth it. Are you willing to expend the energy? Don't be overwhelmed by the thought of the effort. I think you may need to get indignant about being stagnant. Indignant. You know, remember, some of you remember when I taught you that a couple of New Year's Eves ago out of John 11, right? When, uh, when Jesus was uh, raising Lazarus from the dead and he said he groaned 
I wish they'd have translated correctly. The correct translation was, he became indignant. He became indignant. <clears throat> the word indignant literally means you get your roar back. Right? You become indignant. You know what? I'm not going to live this way forever. I'm not going to stay like this. I'm not going to let this marriage stay like this. I'm not going to let my financial future stay like this. I'm not going to let my kids live in this. I'm not going to stay this way. I'm not going to keep thinking like this. I'm not going to lay in bed at night terrorized by fear and anxiety. I'm not going to live my life like this. I'm not going to live in this place. I'm not going to live like this. I refuse it. It's not my lot in life. It's not my place in life. I have done nothing to deserve this. The devil is attacking my life and I am not. I am a child of God and I am not. Jesus did not come to give me this life. He came to give me that life. You see what I'm saying to you? You've got to become, it does you good to become indignant. Don't tell me you don't know how to be indignant because you're indignant all the time. But I want you to put it into the right vein. I want you to put it into the right flow. I want you to see it as your way out of the swamp of st stagnation. Okay? Okay. You knew, it had, you knew it had to come, so I've waited till the last two minutes. Here's the definition of the word forward. Moving ahead. Moving ahead. Listen to this. It also means you're ready, you're prompt, you're eager, you're bold. Forward means toward the front. Listen to this. To be promoted. To be promoted. Hey, it's time to get out of kindergarten. Amen? Amen time to graduate from high school. The high school of life. Time to move on. Higher education. Get, get your degree. Love it. Is it possible for you? Your father wants it to happen. He said, I will bless you. I will cause your life to go forward. Yet, we need to believe in it and for it. So then faith is the substance of things hoped for. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to take our believing in it and for it and then doing what we learn. Hmm? Do you believe tonight that God can open doors that need to open and close doors that need to close? Do you believe that he can do it for you. I believe that. Hmm. You know, I hear all the time on TV, I'm here to drain the swamp. God wants to drain your swamp and get you out of that stagnant pool. Huh? And take your life forward. And even if you're not in the stagnant pool, but to keep you on track, I'm going to teach you over this month how to stay on the path how to stay on course, how to stay there, how to stay there. Well, Pastor, what makes you the expert? This sounds an expert, but I will tell you this. I got born again 50 years ago this year, 50 years ago this year. And in those 50 years, I've never backslid. I've never walked away from God. I've never given up on God. I've never quit going to church. I've never stayed off. 
once I found my purpose, I locked into it. I didn't think about going to do that or think about going to do this or think about going to do that or think about, well, maybe I want to try this for a while. I haven't been in the ministry and out of the ministry. I haven't been on again, off again. None of you, lots, there's people in here that have been with me for over 30 years, right? I haven't taken off for seven or eight months, 10 months, wandering around, figuring out what I wanted to do. No, you know what I've done? I've got on the path and I've stayed on the path. And I want to teach you what I've learned, how to keep going forward. And if God, if I can do it, you can do it. You can do it. Every one of you can do it. Absolutely brilliant. All right, write this down, then we're done. Philippians, the third chapter. Paul said, Paul said, you know what? I don't understand everything in life, but there's one thing I do understand. Verse 13. Hmm? My current situation is not my final situation. My current circumstance is not my final circumstance. There is more out there for me. Huh? What he literally said was, I have not arrived at my final destination. So my current circumstance is not my final circumstance. I'm going forward. Amen. Stand to your feet. Did you learn some good things tonight? Are you going to come back next Wednesday? You're going to bring somebody with you. Do you know anybody needs to hear this? Thank you, brother. All the rest of you have amazing friends and family, right? I mean, they're just like energized. You don't know anybody that's stagnated, who stinketh? Bet you do. Let's pray. Lift your hands towards heaven. Father, in the name of Jesus. Say this with me. Say, I believe tonight that it is possible for my life to go forward. And I believe that you want it to go forward. So let's do it together, Father. I want to take it forward. Spirit, soul, body, financial, social. I want to take my company forward. Take my family forward. Take my grandkids forward. I want to go forward. Tired of repeating yesterday. I want to go forward. And I believe you. I believe I can. And I believe you want to make it happen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Beautiful. All right, every head bowed, please. Thank you for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed today's message. For information on teaching material or questions about our church, please visit us at alfc.com.